It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is 26 away from 10 o'clock here on SENZ Breakfast with Mitch and Ricardo. And uh, coming up, uh, Ben Ryder is going to join us from Sports Illustrated to talk uh, some NFL because uh, we have one round of regular season left before we hit postseason. But of course, uh, there is as well the story of Damar Hamlin. Uh, the 24 year old remains in critical condition. They're saying some signs of improvement two days after suffering a cardiac arrest during Monday's game against the Bengals. Um, they've said that he remains in ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. He's expected to remain under intensive care as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him as well. Mm. So um, I think that is probably good news, isn't it? It's a little bit more information coming out, right? They said mm. they also had to resuscitate him at hospital as well, so lost that uh, the heartbeat again. Mm. Um, but it does sound like he was on oxygen and he was on a 100% oxygen tank uh, for a period there, but a little bit of lung damage, um, but he's down to using 50% of oxygen as well. So, uh, yeah, some positive signs um, from what they say. They haven't given us any specifics around that. No. Um, as say, but the family seems to be a little bit more positive than they would have been the other day. So Yeah, I mean, the one thing that we haven't seen yet, and I've, I've had a bit of a peruse and I can't find anything on it as yet, is any word from the NFL commissioner on what mm. they're going to do about this game going forward. Yeah, there was a little bit of chat the other day, um, just trolling through some forums, um, that the commissioner was going to come out, and this was yesterday, was going to come out and make a call on when when the, it was going to be rescheduled. And once he'd made the call on the reschedule, they had to be played within two days. So I, I, he's in a very tough position, right? Mm. Like um, in terms of the permutations of that game not being played, um, it can affect the whole standings, uh, who plays at home, so particularly with the Chiefs and the Bills having the same record. Um, and that tie break between the Chiefs and the Bills, where the Bills won that, yeah. um, they should, if they were to play Cincinnati and beat Cincinnati, they should have the benefit of that tiebreaker going their way. But if they weren't to play this game, it was a tie, uh, the Chiefs would get the home run in the Super Bowl. Yeah, which is, you know, a massively, uh, massively in their favour then, because I, I, mm. I think we were talking yesterday, uh, Patrick Mahomes is yet to play a postseason game away from Kansas City. Yeah, exactly, City. right. You know, if it was was to that point where he had to had to go to Buffalo 
and, and play that uh, AFC Championship at Buffalo, then, uh, you know, that might be a little bit more difficult for them to make the final. Yeah, exactly, make the Super Bowl. Uh, joining us now from Sports Illustrated is Ben Ryder to talk some NFL. And, Ben, we was, I don't know how much of that you heard. We were just talking. Um, you may know more than we do, but uh, talking about we haven't seen anything from the NFL about what happens uh, with this Bills-Bengals game now. Good morning and Happy New Year to you. Hi, guys. How are you? Uh, yes, obviously, and I'm sure you've uh, told your listeners about the Damar Hamlin situation with mm. the, the horrible event that happened a couple days ago where he collapsed on the field. This is a Buffalo Bills player, uh, appeared to go into cardiac arrest. I was taken off in an ambulance after a big hit um, and is now, we understand, currently recovering in the hospital. This is a really unusual, almost unprecedented situation um, obviously, we expect injuries to happen in the NFL. Uh, one of this magnitude, uh, there aren't many parallels to it. And really, heading into the final week of the season, most of the time we'd be talking about you know playoff matchups, who's in, who's out. Um, it, it's pretty remarkable how almost all of the discussion around American football right now is on Damar Hamlin. So no, the NFL has not provided any clarity whatsoever as to what will happen uh, with this game that was stopped right in the middle of it, this crucial game. Um, it's almost as if the football world has stopped focusing on the health of this player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. If we had, uh, if this had happened round four or round ten even, you know, you've got plenty of the season to go, but we've only got one round left. So they, they are running out of time to try and reschedule this. Um, I know it's speculation, but I mean, do they just call this a tie? And then what are the knock-on effects of that? Oh, I don't know. I think, look, I, I imagine that this is a, a top, <laughs> it's probably the top issue that they're discussing, discussing in the NFL offices right now, uh, simply because of the fact that there doesn't seem to be any solution whatsoever. This was a very important game. The Buffalo Bills are 12 and 3. The Bengals are 11 and 4. These are two playoff teams, uh, crucial as far as seedings, but really there's nowhere for the game to go there's no place in the schedule so i don't know what i have to tell you guys i can't provide any insight uh as to what the nfl is going to do about uh, continuing this game because frankly there seems to be no option whatsoever yeah it's really tough position to be in um ben i've we touched on yesterday when we were talking about this without an expert like yourself but positive thing to to come out of this is um damar damar hamlin's foundation community toy drive that where he was trying to get two and a half grand uh right now as i refresh it's up to 6.5 million dollars uh i guess that's that's a really nice story to come out of this uh tragic event it's a nice story it is and i think it kind of suggests that people don't know what to do right when, mm. when something like this mm. happens like this is obviously you know the only thing you can do uh but this is really a matter of of a player a person uh and his health and honestly it's a stark reminder of just how brutal how dangerous this game that is far and away the most popular sport uh in the united states and as you guys know is making inroads across the world is how violent it is how risky it is to the players you know it's been pointed out that these contracts are not guaranteed especially for a young second year player like uh, damar hamlin he does not have a pension uh he's essentially out there risking his health and as it turns out his life like every other football player every time he takes the field 
So that's something that, you know, you kind of have to wrestle with when this happens. Um, I think a lot of football fans across the country are wrestling with their love for the sport, with their love for watching it every weekend, and with the reality uh, of what can happen on that field to these players. Yep, it is a stark reality, isn't it? It's um, it's definitely something that, like you said earlier in the show, you haven't really been able to have a look at the playoff picture because of what's happened, and we don't know what's happening with the Bills and um, and the uh, Joe Burrow-led Cincinnati Bengals, uh, what's going to happen with that game. So I guess I need to, from, from our point of view, um, we need to try and move on from that and have a look at the playoff yeah. picture if we can. Uh, there's sure. a couple of teams that are right in the hunt. We've got the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Patriots. And then on the other side, you've really kind of just got the Seagull, Sea, uh, Seahawks in a hunt on the NFC side. Uh, how do you see the last round, if it does and when it does uh, take place, uh, right rolling out for the, for the playoff spots. Right. Well, I mean, look, the, the game that I'm really focused on this week, and I think it's going to be the biggest game of the week, is the last game of the season, you know, barring whatever happens, of course, with that Bills-Bengals rescheduling. But it's the Packers and the Lions. You know, the Packers, Green Bay Packers, of course, quarterbacked by Aaron Rodgers, looked like they were done about a month ago. They were 4-8. and eight. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was playing poorly. The defense was playing poorly. It seemed like Aaron Rodgers might be done, to be honest. Obviously, he's mm. getting on in years. They've reeled off four straight wins since then. They haven't allowed more than 20 points on defense in any one of those games. Last week, they demolished the Minnesota Vikings, who are you know, going to win that division. They're 12-4 and four, uh, by the score of 41-17. to 17. So here they are now. They're 8-8. Eight and eight. They're playing the Lions this week. And... There's a tie there, but due to tiebreakers, all they have to do is win that game and they will become, you know, the most unlikely playoff participant, at least based on what the scenario was a month ago. So this is probably as far as a team coming from nowhere to sneak into the playoffs and maybe with the ability to do some damage there. Uh, it's the Packers. And I do think they're on such a roll. Uh, the Lions have shown signs of, you know, real competitiveness recently, too. But I think that the Packers will win that game. They'll win the tiebreakers and they'll become the most unlikely of playoff participants. Yeah, Ben, uh, we spoke about um, with your boy Q, who does a Ra- uh, Raiders podcast um, over there in the States as well. He kind of, we, I asked him the question whether he thought if Aaron Rodgers did make the playoffs, does he become a, a credible threat um, to making a run towards the Super Bowl? He didn't seem to think that that would be the case. I'd love to get your thoughts on that same question. <laughs> no, I don't think, <laughs> I don't want to go too far in this. I don't think that they're a real credible threat or at least any sort of, you know, odds on bet to make the Super Bowl or to go on a run. But, you know, this is kind of how the playoffs work in American sports, right? Like in, in leagues across the, the, the world without playoffs, it's usually, you know, the best team wins, right, at yeah. the end of the season. That's not necessarily the case in the NFL. It's often not the case. It's often a matter of getting in that tournament, then everything resets. And then when you do have an experienced quarterback, however old he is, like Aaron Rodgers, who can get hot, all you got to do is win a couple games and all of a sudden, or a few games, I should say, and all of a sudden you're the Super Bowl champion. So do I think that they're likely to do that, especially given some you know, pretty stiff competition in the NFC with the San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys? No, uh, but that's the name of the game. It's getting in the tournament. And then it's a dice roll from there sometimes. Yeah, you spoke about the 49ers. Um, obviously, they've got a, a rookie 
quarterback in Purdy. Uh, do you think you spoke about the experienced quarterbacks, the guys who you think can make a run for for a Super Bowl? Do you think they could go close? Obviously, to, got to clinch the NFC first biggest um, competition there are the Eagles. But do you think that with a rookie quarterback, they could go within a game of that Super Bowl at least? They could, and you know what might have been for the 49ers, right? Like they're they're starting quarterback to start the season. Trey Lance got hurt. Then their backup quarterback, who's experienced himself, Jimmy Garoppolo, got hurt. Now they're left with uh, Brock Purdy, who uh, was the very last pick of the NFL draft. He's not only a rookie, he was the last pick, 262 overall in the draft. But he's played very well. Um, The fact is that that team is not centered on him. Mm. It's centered on a great defense, you know, a great running attack led by Christian McCaffrey, the running back they uh, they traded for from the Carolina Panthers earlier this season. Um, yes, like have teams before won the Super Bowl with a quarterback who's more of like a game manager, a make few mistakes type of guy. Yeah, if you look at maybe the Baltimore Ravens from a couple decades ago at this point with Trent Dilfer, uh, you can do it. But if you look at the history of Super Bowl champions, they do have that kind of talisman right quarterback um there aren't like that many quarterbacks who have actually won a super bowl because it tends to be the big names we all know winning them again and again ben uh before i let you go i gotta ask you got, you got a couple of raiders uh fans here in studio uh at, oh wow yeah okay. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I know you probably would have said no to coming on if you'd known that beforehand but uh um <laughs> Derek carr looks like he might be done at the raiders where do you think the raiders are gonna go next year and what chance that it's Tom Brady? Oof, man, I don't know. <laughs> if it's Tom Brady, I'm not sure. Look, like he's he's had moments this year, but if I'm the Raiders, I don't know if I'm going with, what is he, 45 at this point? Mm. Like at some point that has to end. I don't know. I'm kind of interested in the guy that they replaced Carr with, uh, Jared Stidham. He, he had some moments last week, but uh, yeah, I mean, you're the Raiders, right? Like you guys know well if you're fans, that it seems to be back to the drawing board mm. most off seasons, more off seasons than not uh, for the uh, Oakland slash uh, Los Angeles and now Las Vegas Raiders. They change cities about uh, as often as they change quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong, man. <laughs> Talk about a schizophrenic franchise. They, they have an identity yeah. crisis going on. Good stuff, Ben. Yeah. I really appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, a happy New Year to you again and uh, enjoy postseason. Yep, anytime, guys. Thanks very much. Cheers. Uh, 13 away from 10 here on SENZ. This is Breakfast with Mitch and Ricardo.